One year ago, Abby Ayers went viral on Insta Stories with a haircut that she named Carol, and she attracted a large following of people drawn to her hilarious personality and refreshing real take on everyday life. What you might not know is the spiritual backstory of what led up to that viral moment in her life. Today, Abby shares that story with me and some really deep, insightful takeaways on how to get clear answers from God through meditation on what His path is for you. She also shares some of her best lessons she's learned during COVID-19 and how she's coached women in the past to strip away the things that they might normally identify with to see their true inherent worth. All right, today I have Abby Ayers with me, who is like the internet sensation of 2019 slash 2020. I feel like you're keeping so many of us happy and alive during the weirdest year of our lives. And I'm so thrilled to have you here. Last night, I have to tell you, Abby, that I was feeling pretty down and I pulled up your highlight reel of Fake Gwen. And it was better than any like comedy show I could have turned on. I was just laughing, reliving that. It was like, it truly lifted my soul. So I just, I love following you. You're such a delight and seem like such a wonderful person. And I'm so excited to get to know you even more today. And so tell me what your little like elevator pitch intro is when you meet people and they're like, well, who are you? What are you all about? (laughs) Thank you, first off, for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you and like have this um, little interview. It's so funny because I am not like, I I tend to repeat myself. So hopefully I don't repeat myself a ton on this spot. No, that would be awesome. (laughs) So my little elevator pitch, I guess, is about a year ago, I got a haircut and I just like Insta storied about it, which I did for a long time. I like loved Insta stories. And so it was not like a normal, like it wasn't unusual for me to, to Insta story. Anyway, I Insta storied about my haircut and how (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't look at myself because it was like, not what I was expecting at all. Anyway, within like two days, it just went viral and like crazy and Yes, Carol for president was born. <laughs> I well, like when I got it, I was like, I look like a 75-year-old woman named Carol. And so anyway, from then on, people just started coming over to my Instagram page and they've stayed. And a lot of people are like, What actually do you do? Like, what type of influencer are you? And I'm like, I'm just like a regular Joe living my best life over here and documenting it. So that's, that's about it. There's no rhyme or reason. I love it so much. You're to me, you're just that real best friend that everybody needs and someone that I can just like, you make me laugh so many times and it's, I feel like the type of comedy that is never put down. It's always just uplifting and I don't know. I love that about you. I love that about you. And also we have a funny connection. I'm really good friends with your brother, Spence. And I have to tell you this. 
I'm, I was saving this. Well, a couple of things. First of all, I text Spence yesterday and I was like, what, what good questions should I ask Abby? And he was like, <laughs> he was like, you can ask her whatever you want. So I'm going to be asking you who you're voting for in November oh, and like when your last menstrual period was and, <laughs> and how you feel about gun control. So I hope you're ready for all these questions. Okay, ready. I'm, I'm ready. just kidding. Um, no, the other thing I wanted to tell you about was Spence taught me one of the most important things about podcasting when I first started, not on purpose, but he had his video on because we do most of these from Zoom. Um, Sorry, I had my my video camera on and he had his off and I didn't think twice about it. And we did the whole interview and you can see me right now, Abby, I'm in my closet. And the whole time, because I couldn't see him, I'm like twirling my hair and like (laughs) looking at things in my closet and like picking apart a seam. I'm listening to him because, you know, women multitask really well. I'm totally yes. engaged in the conversation, yes. but he, I can't see him. So I don't realize that he can see me. And I like, who knows what I did during that whole interview, but I seriously was like, oh, I haven't worn this shirt in a long time. It's a really good thing. I didn't like change my clothes while I was talking to him <laughs> or something. Cause at the very end, I was like, oh my gosh, he could he could see me and I couldn't see him the whole time. So now I just mirror whatever the person is doing on the other side. But anyway, yeah. So, but if you can't see them, you're like, I'm going to sit here and fold my arms. <laughs> I just turned my video off. We've, oh, we've, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Yes. But anyway, that was a funny experience. But um, so I know that your family's incredible and Let's start, though, from the very beginning. Let's start with this haircut because I have questions. Okay. So I just have to know, did you tell your hairstylist, like, did you give her any direction or or maybe it was a him? Or did you just say, like, do whatever you want to me because I've done that before? Or, like, how did that happen? <laughs> no. Okay. So that's, like, the number one question everybody gets. So I went in. So my hair, you know, when you dye it a lot? Yeah, that's I, me too. Blonde. Like, it was, and it was, like, so bad and I'd been with her for like two years so it wasn't like she she like she knew my hair we had you know time to oh this was a long-term relationship yeah but not like a like she wasn't a friend or somebody that was like my family okay that would have been (laughs) 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 that would not have been good but um so when I went to her I was like like both of us agreed like we got to get rid of the dead And I was like, I still want to be blonde. Like, I still want to be blonde. I still want, like, you know. Anyway, so when she, like, pulled the cap off, she did lowlights. And, like, I even agreed to them. I'm like, yeah, let's do a few lowlights. But I'm thinking, like, I'm still going to be, like, blonde, right? Like, Mm -hmm. in my mind, you know. It was just miscommunication. Anyway, (laughs) doing lowlights and highlights. And when she pulled the cap off and, like, what is it called? Like toned it. Yes. It just went really like silver fox. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, okay. Like, you know, anyway. And then she That's started. That's kind of an in thing right now though. Yes. But it was like, like, well, you, Unintentional. Saw, it. you saw it, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and she literally was doing it to make it healthier. It's just one of those cuts that like you have to get after you damage your hair, like gets to a point where you got to have one of those reset haircuts. Yes. Anyway, when she pulled it off and I saw the color, I was like, oh man, that sucks. But then she started cutting (laughs) and it was like, oh my gosh, like this is just getting worse. (laughs) Like, 
whoa oh no like every cut I'm like oh no like this is just okay and then she started styling it and I was just like this is gotta (laughs) we gotta just like be done so then I tip her I pay her and then I get in my car I muted her or like I like I blocked her because I didn't want her feelings it's not like I had a lot of followers I actually had 1200 followers right Mm -hmm. and um I got in my car and I was like holy swear word (laughs) (laughs) and then I just like did my story and then like two days later yeah her sister was like you really hurt her feelings and I was like I didn't mean to hurt her feelings like it wasn't it was not about her and her like ability to be a professional it was that I did not like my haircut and instead of crying I chose to laugh so that's like I always want to like it lit like I never said her name. I never said the salon. Like I never, ever, ever would ever try and intentionally hurt somebody. It was more about me and my reaction and like turning lemons into lemonade. Yes. So I hope that people get that from it. And anyway. Well, that's what I got from it too. And my favorite part of that video, I'm sure you can guess, is Spencer's reaction to seeing your reaction. Yes. yes. So yeah, Spencer, that's the same Spencer, the one that was laughing so hard. Yes. Hilarious. So I guess my next big question is, it started a year ago with a haircut. So why, what's your motivation now? It's not, it's certainly not the haircut. <laughs> so yes. what, yes. what you know, and what, I guess, what have you learned over the last year from being an influencer? And so many people dislike that word. I don't dislike it. I feel like it's a good reminder to me of anytime you say anything, you're going to influence someone for good or for bad or politically or religiously or whatever. And so I try to really remember that. And I feel like we're all influencing each other. That's from the beginning of time, not even with social media, but, you know, before social media, you were influenced by your neighbors or people that were in your circles. And now our circles are just bigger um, because of social media. But so with this big net that you've cast and with all the people that you influence, why keep going and what's your motivation now? So, wow, I like feel like I'm going deep here. I like to go deep. Okay, I was like, are you down to go there or do you yeah. want to light? <laughs> okay, so before Carol happened, there was like my whole life, right? Like there's this whole life that people tend to forget about and like before the haircut. Before the haircut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um pre, not post. So, when I started doing stories, it was like 2 years before the Carol cut, right? Okay. It's when Instagram stories came out, I was so scared to story and I never knew why anyone ever would. And I think it's funny because there was like this weird stigma when Instagram came out with stories and nobody really storied at all for a long time. Do you remember Mm -hmm. that? Totally. And so I was driving in my car one day and I just like was like, I'm stuck in traffic. I'm literally sitting on the freeway. It's 10 o'clock at night, stuck in traffic. Like I'm just gonna like share this experience with my friends, like my, like my 200 followers, that is my mom and my sisters, like, you know, that moment, like, I don't know what clicked in my heart and in my mind, but like something happened 
And I just fell in love with stories. And I think people back then, and even now it's like, you're so self-obsessed. Like, how can you like look at yourself and story to your phone? (laughs) And like, I even thought that I was like, why would anybody like want to look at themselves all day? But like, it, it was something totally different to me. It was like a friend. It was like meeting a friend. I don't even know how to explain this. I don't know how to explain this. You're explaining it perfectly for the record. So something happened and it was like, what I was born to do was like story or like journal, maybe, maybe yes. like my journal, I guess. Yes. <laughs> and I just loved it from that moment forward. And so then like, um, a big influencer, Layla, uh, from lettered cottage, she, 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 I do not know how she found me, but like a year after I started storing, she found me somehow and she shared me and I got my 1200 followers. Right. Cause I was at 200 forever. And then I went, I like jumped and I'm like, why would random people like number one, follow me and then stay? Like, like, I don't know, but I think it proved to me in that moment that like what I had to say was funny, relatable and like people stayed. Yes. I don't know. Okay. So that's kind of the like pre. So it got to a point where I'm like, this is like when she shared me and I got the 12, 1200 people that I didn't know. Again, that was kind of another step where it was like, what am I doing? Like, what is my goal? What is my purpose? Why am I storing? Like, why am I doing this? Why am I telling 1,200 random people? Like, why am I letting them into my life and like showing my kids and doing that, you know? And every time that I ever questioned or wondered or wanted to delete it. So like, I would not story for a day or two and people Mm -hmm. would like, are you alive? Are you okay? Like, where are you at? (laughs) that expectation was there that's like yeah their friend was gone yes like wait you story every day like what what we miss you yes but that like pressure comes with that right where it's like totally I don't want a story today I don't want to talk today (laughs) I'm PMSing lay off me (laughs) like I don't know and so there were times where I'm like, I just want to delete this. Like, I think everybody gets to that point where it's like, can we just delete everything and just like have a break? And every time that I was like, I'm just going to be done. I'm just going to like, this is, I don't even know why I'm doing this. Something inside of me. And I think it's God. Like, I know that we're going deeper here, I but I think, I think that like this feeling was just like, you just need to keep going, just keep yeah. going. And your mission and your like purpose for doing this will come to fruition. Like you'll see why in the end. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't know what that means, but whatever. So I just kept this, this feeling of like, just keep going, just keep going. And, um, don't stop, take a break for a day or two, but like, don't stop. Yeah. Well, so then when the Carol cut came, it was actually a really, really spiritual experience. I don't know if I'm ready to share that one yet. That's okay. But but, um, the morning before I went viral, it was like really clear that something big was going to change in my life. And I, it was like, what? Like, I kind of had this conversation with my, with Heavenly Father, my like, you know, and it was like, well, I guess I'll share it. Why not? (laughs) Here we go. We're just, sharing it so I got my haircut on a Wednesday right and I shared those stories so here's the timeline here's the spiritual timeline I guess it's time to share so I got my my haircut on the Wednesday 
And Thursday morning I was meditating. So I like, I was meditating a lot and, and just every morning I'd meditate for like 10 minutes with my kids. Yeah. And, um, the, the question, the last question in our meditation is like, heavenly father, what do you want me to do or know today? What do you want me to know today? Not do no. And, um, I like, seriously, it was so clear in my mind, but it was like, I want you to know, like, I want you to always influence your kids first. I always want you to put your kids first. And I was like, Oh, okay. So do you want me to stop? Do you want me to delete Instagram? Like this is the morning, right? The morning. I was like, do you want me to delete Instagram? Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, okay, do you want me to stop writing this cookbook for my mom? Cause it was taking, you know, time and energy. Yeah. And he was like, no, 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 no. Like, no, just, I want you to know that like you need to influence and put your kids first because you're going to start influencing a lot of people today. Like you're going to go viral today. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I was seriously like in my mind, I'm like, what? Am, am, have I gone mad? Is, <laughs> is this just like voices in my head that are just like talking to me? Like what? And it was like, yeah, just like be prepared and always make sure you put your kids first. And I was like, okay. Wow. Like <laughs> whatever. Right. So after I meditated, I went and I looked at my phone and like before I meditated, okay, the meditation was 10 minutes. Before I meditated, I looked at my phone. Nothing had changed. After I had meditated, like four or five or six people had shared my the Carol Cut story. Mm-hmm. And I like, it just went crazy. And I, w- I sat there the whole day. Like when I go back and look at my stories, it's funny because I didn't story that entire day until that night. Because I was literally just like, I'm going to cry. Like, I was like, what is happening in my life? Like, what is changing? What is happening? Why, why is this happening? And I just kept praying and like, (laughs) it's not easy. Like it's, it was amazing. Don't get me wrong. But it was also like, there was like this, it was like a calling. It was like, kind of like this mantle being placed on my shoulders that like now it's time that you need to share your light with other people that need it sorry that I got like I did not don't ever don't ever be sorry I love it that but yeah it was kind of like wow okay like wow what in the world just happened like that doesn't happen to people you know that's not like a thing and so no it just kept going up and up and up and I'm like holy crap like So then the next morning, right? So if you're like sitting in a room with 1200 people, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of of pressure, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, like in an auditorium full of 1200 people. I mean, that's a lot. Yes. That night there was what? 7,000 people. And I was like, what do I say to all these people? What do I say? Yeah. Like, yeah. I got, so I, so the first time I actually like really storied after the Carol cut, cause I just kept sharing memes that people were sending me. Yeah. I actually didn't like get on my stories and talk. And the first time that I like got on to talk after like all these people had joined, I was terrified. 
I was honestly like, I don't know what to say. What could I say to like, (laughs) why would anyone follow me? Right. And I'm sure you, do you ever feel that? Are you ever like, what the freak am I doing? What do I say? Why, why me? Like, why am I like this special influencer, you know? And, and I know that you say influencer is a good word. And sadly I do too. I think it's amazing if you look at it in the right way, but sadly, I don't think many people look at it in a good way right now. So it's like, oh, you're an influencer. Right. And I'm like, what the freak can I say to influence people or just like, and I just said, what do I do now? Yeah. What do I do now? What do I say? Like, I'm going to talk and then everyone's going to realize that I'm just a normal person. And then I'm all going to go away. And it's like, okay. Except (laughs) they didn't, except that didn't happen. Yeah. So I said like a little prayer and I was just like, okay, Emily father, like, what, what do you want me to do now? Like, what do you want me to say? Mm -hmm. And he was like, Abby, forget the numbers and just be yourself. Like just be yourself and just forget about it and just keep doing you. And from that moment on, I had never, I've never been nervous or scared to like get on stories again. Gosh, I love that. Cause I still, there are still <laughs> days where I'm like, oh, I'm such a mess, especially in my current state of going through postpartum depression. I have so many days where I'm like, I can't show up the way I've been showing up for the last seven years. Nobody wants to see me right now. And I feel that push from Heavenly Father all the time where he's like, this is the most important time I've ever needed you to show up. I need you to show up exactly as you are and show people how much of a mess you are so that they don't feel alone. My journey's been super different because it it built from kind of when Instagram was new-ish and it's just slowly built over time. I never had a viral moment. I never had a explosion moment. It was a long course of building and building and questioning all the time. Like, Heavenly Father, are you sure you want me to do this? So I I definitely am with you on that. And then when I finally had a clarity moment where it was like, oh, this is why, and I understood why he needed me to do what I do— everything clicked into place and I've never looked back from that point on, but I definitely understand the, like the first probably two years of doing my blog and Instagram. I I was constantly like, are you sure this was not my plan? Are you sure? Mm -hmm. Why am I qualified? And it's like, why, why are you qualified? We're all equally qualified. Yeah. And it's like, what makes you so special? It's like, oh, we're all equally unqualified, I should say, because we're all just living life's journey. That's all that's going on here. But at the same time, your gift of making people laugh is such a gift. And I really have to tell you, since we already opened up the jar of uh, my postpartum depression, which I can't stop sharing about, um, I really was at a low point last night. I like, And I've gone like ups and downs and ups and downs. And last night I hit like, I had like four days where I felt like myself again. And there were, I was seriously saying, I told my therapist this morning that I was saying, has this all been in my head? Like, I feel like myself again, and maybe this isn't even real. And then I crashed so hard last night. I was like in tears, feeling super hopeless, feeling really sad. I went downstairs. I turned on the Brad Womack season of The Bachelor because that is a season that I loved. And they were like (laughs) reliving it. And I was like, oh, this is going to make me feel better. And I was kind of just like absentmindedly watching it and trying to just shut off all the things in my brain that were giving me anxiety. And I literally went to your Instagram 
in total transparency to prepare for this interview, but then I saw the highlight bubble about fake Gwen and I was like, oh, this is funny. This is going to make me laugh. And it did. It like oh. your gift of making people laugh and uplifting people. And that is a gift. That's that's a gift I don't have. And a lot of people don't have. That so, is really good of you. Among many gifts that you have. But I think that your ability to connect with people and make them feel like you're a real life friend is not something that comes easily to very many people. So when you say that that insta story thing once you once you got the courage to get on there and start going that you just took off I think that in itself is a gift too yeah I do too so, and I, I'm really grateful yeah I agree and that's amazing and I do get messages a lot that are like thank you you know for making my day it's been really hard or getting me through this and that and honestly you asked me what motivates me Sorry, like, let's get to the real question. No, I'm so glad you shared all of that. <laughs> um, like happiness really does, does motivate me and like yeah. helping. Other, so I would say through, I'd say four things. I'd say happiness, like it brings me joy knowing that I'm bringing other people joy. Like, Love <laughs> like that. That is a, yes. and that's a huge motivator. I know, I know that's. I mean, happiness is a motivator for people. Um, Connection would be the second one. Just connect like, and this is very weird too. And I'm sure you, you can relate. And I don't know if the fault, like followers can relate to this or not, but like when you actually connect with somebody online, like there is a connection there is. And it's like, it's so weird. It's like this invisible, like when I open my phone up and I'm storing or whatever, I have around 20,000 views per story. And I feel like every single one of those people that like watches is like connecting to me. And, and in turn, I feel connected to them. Yes. And I know that's so weird, but don't you feel that way? I feel that. And like, it's, how is it even possible? I don't know how it's possible. No, it's a real thing. And I feel like it goes back to that same, like casting your net and being able to truly touch people and have that like the DMs that I get back influence me in the same way that I, and I'm more thoughtful and more introspective about what I'm sharing or, or how I think about things because of the interactions I have with people online. And then I know the things that I'm able to share in turn are helping others understand other people. And when I do these podcast interviews, I'm able to share from the different perspectives of different people who are having experiences that aren't the same as the person listening. So I think that, I have really strong feelings about social media and that God created it. And I think there's so many voices out there saying that social media is evil and social media is bad. And I feel 100% or at 180 degrees, the opposite. I feel like Satan's super good at making it seem like it's all bad when really in actuality, there's so much powerful good we can do if we just channel it in the right way. So yes, I think the those real life connections are very real and the force for good and using a platform for good is extremely powerful. Oh yeah. And like reading DMs and even, it's funny because I I agree with you. I feel totally influenced in reading my DMs. Mm-hmm. That's why I do so many polls and like I ask so many questions because that's the way I like and I, I realized the other day, like, I don't ever share the answer to all the polls because I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for me. Like, I literally just want to know. I want to know my audience. Like, I really, truly want to know their opinion and what they think. And 
how they like this or is it jiving? Is it not? You know, mm-hmm. it might be annoying, but it's like, that's it's the not annoying. It's, super it's interesting. the only way I know like how to communicate back. So I'm really grateful for all the polls. <laughs> I love them too. I think they're really interesting. Oh, I know. So I want to go back to something you mentioned at the beginning. You said you were meditating with your kids. Like, I need to hear more about that. Is that a regular practice? And where in the world did that come from? Because I love that idea. Oh, my gosh. So I'm, like, not very good. Like, I feel like I'm spiritually connected just by living a good life. <laughs> I'm, like, not, like, it's it's really hard for me to, like, read scriptures and do stuff like that, you know, and meditate. So I went to this therapist who is like all about energy and like Mm -hmm. meditation and stuff like that. And she was like, try meditating. And she was like, she's just amazing. But so I had gone to her for a while and then I took Aspen to her for a while. I took Taggart to her and like, she, she gave us like these specific meditations for each of us. Mm -hmm. And we don't do them anymore, but when we did them, it helped tremendously because it's, I feel like meditation is just like prayer. It really is just yes. like connecting to your higher power, your 100%. soul, like all these things. I love how spiritual we're getting in this, this, <laughs> in this podcast. But anyway, so like it, we'd only do it for 10 minutes. And like the first thing we'd say, so you feel all the like gratitude and you, you don't even like say what you can start by saying what you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. But the goal is to just feel gratitude in your heart. And just like, when you start like listing gratitude, like things you're grateful for, that feeling comes in. And like, the goal is to like sit with that feeling for a minute. And so me and my kids would sit in a circle and we'd like, in our minds, we'd think about all the things we were grateful for. They would just list things they were grateful for. But in my heart, it's like things you're grateful for. So the feelings you're supposed to feel are gratitude, then appreciation. I've like already forgotten, but there's like different types of gratitude that you're supposed to feel. And then you say like, I invite, you know, love and light and truth into my soul. And then you ask like, what do you want me to know today? That's it. Like, that's all you do. So you feel gratitude and you feel those feelings. And then you like invite light to cleanse your soul. (laughs) My kids loved it too. This is incredible. And then you just ask like, what do you want me to know today? Or what do you want me to do today? And like every, so then we would go around in the circle and be like, okay, what did you feel Taggart? What did you feel Aspen? What did you feel Helen? And then I'd share what I felt. And then that was it. <laughs> it was okay. awesome. Wait, but let's pause and talk about how this is so amazing. And so many people I feel like are searching for spirituality and they, they miss the boat on this because I think that last question, what do you want me to know today? Or what do you want me to do? That to me is the essence of really living the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you're like, if you believe what I believe, and even if you don't, interestingly in, and I always go back to the 12 steps because my husband and I are just like gangbusters about the 12 steps because he had a life transformation with doing like the AA 12 steps, but we did it within our church. And then I've done the 12 steps. And so first of all, one of you have to connect with a higher power or the 12 steps don't work. Even if you're agnostic, even if you're an atheist, you have to pick at least like the universe, right? Or the 12 steps literally don't work. And then also a huge part of the 12 steps is meditating. 
and also giving your will to your higher power. So you're tapping into like three of the most important things that I feel like have changed my life, changed my husband's life, changed millions of people's lives who've been able to overcome serious addictions by just doing these basic things. And and I feel like of all of the steps, the most important one is giving your will to God or giving your will to your higher power. So just that like one step is, I mean, when you're connecting all the dots here and you're telling your story of how the Carol cut went viral <laughs> and you felt these things and you were spiritually connected, I'm like, okay, this makes perfect sense to me because yeah. you were putting yourself in a situation where you could feel God's love and you could get really clear direction. And it's amazing to me. And what a gift that must have been too, to lead your like, kids to get back that. to that. Well, it was fun because like teaching my kids that at a young age to just like, let God be your guide and like, yeah. listen to him has like really helped them. Cause now the first person they go to well, the, let's be honest. The first person they go to is me, but then I always say like, why don't you take it to God? Or why don't you yeah. take, it? why don't you go meditate for a minute? And like, they go and do it. And if they're being naughty or if they're, you know, going crazy, I'm always like, what did God want you to know today? Or like, what did God want you to feel today? And it's just cool because it's usually just one word. Usually it is literally one word, peace, wow. diligence. I want you to know that you're loved. Like that was one that we would always get or, and it wasn't like some crazy thing. The day that I got the karaoke and like, that was like a whole conversation that I had with God that normally did not happen. Yeah. But when it did happen, I was prepared for it. And my mind was in a good place. And it was like, I had opened that like connection where it was like, I was ready to, to hear what he had to say because I put myself in that place. I don't know. That. Super powerful. Yes. Yeah. And but yeah, powerful so that you taught your kids that. that. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I need to get back to that. This is a reminder for myself. I love that. I need to do that with my kids. I don't think I've ever taught my kids to meditate, even though that's something I know I need to do more of. And I've, we talk about prayer, but I've never told them to meditate or taught them how to meditate or even taught them the basic principle of ask God what he wants you to know today or what does he want you to do? That's I'm so glad you're teaching me these things today so I can go teach my kids. Okay. I really want to ask you, and this is what spurred our interview in the first place. And it's an Instagram post that I loved so much. It was, your wording was beautiful. The photo was beautiful. And it said, the most valuable lesson I have learned in 2020 are to love deeply and value relationships. How about you? Or sorry, the most valuable lessons I have learned in 2020 are to love deeply and value relationships. So can you tell me more about why you're learning this in 2020? And what what has caused you to come to that conclusion? Yes. Okay, so, so I have this like retreat thing that's called Unsalted. I don't know if you've heard of that or not. Yes. And the whole reason we call it unsalted is because we strip everything away. Like who is your raw unsalted self? Like if you take away the kids, if you take away your husband, if you take away the money, if you take away the titles, if you take away, like if it's just you sitting in a cement box naked, <laughs> <laughs> like who are you? 
Yeah. Who are you? Like literally, who are you? And I think it's a really hard question to answer sometimes. Um, because as moms, as people, we base everything off of all the salt in our lives. Yeah. Like we literally base our, you know, our success off of work, our identity Mm -hmm. off of these things, our kids. Like if you took motherhood away from me right now, it's like, oh, like, uh, (laughs) I don't know what I am, you know? Anyway, I probe into these women and we like kind of get down to this, like, you are a divine goddess. Mm -hmm. That is what's in the box, right? Like if you had nothing left, you're still valuable because you exist just as you are. Yes. No bells and whistles with no extra salt, just your raw unfiltered, you're valuable. And it doesn't matter if you sit on the ground and do nothing like you're valuable. And so I feel like Corona has stripped a lot of that away from us, from, from everyone. It kind of forced everybody into this like bunker of your house. Like we're all stuck in our houses and we can't show off our clothes. Like (laughs) we can't show, like it's really just taken a lot of things away from us as humans. And the relationships. And so it's kind of like, it's kind of dropped us to our knees in a way where it's like, okay, what relationship, like I have to be stuck in this house with my kids and my husband, like what relationships do I actually have? What, you know, what time have I actually spent? Like, this is the most time I've ever spent with anyone, let alone my family. That's my closest. And valuing those relationships and and looking at at your children and your husband I don't know how like people can't make it through without dealing with their family issues in corona like because you can't go anywhere you can't and so just recognizing those relationships valuing those and I think when we do that and when we look at them without all the bells and whistles and extra things we are able to see them for who they really are which makes our love, like it has made my love so much deeper for my husband, for my kids. And I've been able to like recognize what people are doing, what they're sacrificing. Think of these nurses and doctors that are literally wearing masks, even just this simple thing for them to wear a mask for a full shift. I can't even wear a mask for 10 minutes before I start hyperventilating. (laughs) Like I'd rather just not go anywhere because I don't want to wear a mask because I like get so claustrophobic, but they are like, you know, sacrificing their health. They are, you know, working quadruple shifts or whatever. And it's like, wow, I like sincerely appreciate that sacrifice. And I love them more deeply. And if it weren't for Corona, I probably would never even like recognize that and just I don't know do you feel like how do you feel like your like relationships have gotten deeper and you value those more do you feel like I that- do I mean my situation's a little bit different because we all I work with my husband we work yeah. from home we're <laughs> around each other all the time I'm around my kids all the time so that aspect of it has not changed that much for me but I'll tell you what has changed is going through this postpartum depression and experiencing at such a deep 
gut-wrenching level, something that I had very little understanding or compassion for for others that I now have a very deep understanding and compassion for that has caused me to just look at the world in a different way, not because necessarily of the lockdown or the quarantine, but because I'm having to experience life in like, it almost feels like the body of a different person Yeah. instead of a go, go, go. So in that way, I think it's very relatable for all the people who have been on quarantine instead of a person who has the capability to be going a million miles an hour all day, every day, 364 days a year. When I give myself like one or two days off, I mean, I seriously just function that way that it has forced me to slow so like I feel like my battery is maybe 20% on a good day and the last few days have been maybe 30 or 40% and I've had to just clear so many things out and say what is essential what do I have to do what are the most important things and kind of like you're talking about strip away a lot of the stuff that just doesn't matter and that has been a real gift for me to see my children with much more loving eyes and value them because I have to, because I don't have the energy to do them and the business and the, the clothes and the everything. It's like, okay, my 20% of energy has to go to the very most important things. And so I feel like I am seeing the most important things with clearer eyes than I ever have before because of my current situation. So I feel like even though I'm experiencing it in a different way, I'm still experiencing something very similar to what yeah. you're describing. Well, and it's funny because I go back to when we go back to the Carol cut and that first thing that Heavenly Father told me was like, you need to make sure to put your kids first in the story of Carol, like in the roller coaster <laughs> ride of that year of this year. I have learned a lot of things. You don't just become an influencer. You don't just become, you don't just like, Content doesn't just make itself here, people. <laughs> so you had to buy chickens. You yeah, had to- we had to like, yeah, no, like, and we do, we do share just a lot of what we do anyway. But you know, there there was definitely points where it was like I neglected my kids and I didn't put them first and I didn't, you know, I didn't heed that that warning or that request from Heavenly Father and. I think what Corona did for me was like, you have to teach your kids and you have to like, yeah, it forced me to kind of slow down. And like, even doing homeschool, I really enjoyed it. And I know that's so weird and you probably wouldn't think that I would, but I, it was a time where it was like, this is designated time with my kids. Mm -hmm. We're learning together. Like I'm a doer like you, where it's like, well, let's go do something. I don't want to play Barbies, but like, (laughs) I don't want to jump on the tramp. Like what can we do together to connect? And I felt like homeschool other than like reading books and, you know, just cuddling and stuff like that. I felt like homeschool was a way for me to truly like connect with my kids and put them first. And it was just, it was like, oh yeah, like this really does bring me the most joy in my life. And, and they're not going to be little forever. And even though I have, um, you know, a million things going on, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure to put them first. So anyway I love that I'm sure and then everybody wrote comments of the things that they learned over corona and it was if you want to look at that post it was it was pretty good people got powerful powerful stuff well 
I feel like I really could talk to you for three hours. It's so fun to talk to you and hear your stories and your experiences and some of this really deep, good stuff that I'm going to be internalizing and applying with my family too. So thank you for that. I want to ask you one last question, and that is if there's one message that the person listening to this remembers from this whole interview, what do you want that one message to be? I think it's the same. I think it is the same as that unsalted thing. Just you're valuable because you're, you're a living being and you don't need to prove that to anyone. You don't need to like earn a gold star in order for that to be true. It just is true. And whether you accept that or don't accept that, it's still true. And you matter. You're loved. You're a divine goddess and, or God, and you deserve happiness. And that's what we were created for, to fill that love and that joy and that light and just let it in. Just don't be scared of who you are and like accept that. And the minute that you do, you will be free to live unapologetically yourself. Like you will have so much more freedom. I love it so much. (laughs) I'm like, that's so good. You are just really such a light. And I, I hope that more and more people find you and continue to find you because you've been uplifting to me from the time that I've followed you, but now even more today, just getting to know you on a deeper level. And mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry if I made you go too deep, but I loved it so okay, much. And, I loved it too. Thank you. This just is really appreciate you. So where can people find you if they want to laugh with you and hang out with you and just be inspired by oh. you? Instagram is like, I'm always, I'm obviously like story a lot on Instagram. Yes. My handle is Abby Ayers, A-B-I-A-Y-R-E-S. Okay. Uh, and then I, I, I did just get a website, abbyairs.com. I know how crazy. I love it. I'm like, I don't really know what I, <laughs> I, I wrote a children's book and a murder mystery and a, a cookbook, but yes. uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. And uh, it's fun. I'm so grateful you had me. I love getting to know you better too. And I love that our connection is Spencer. Yes. (laughs) Oh man. Spence, your sister's officially cooler than you. He was (laughs) like, I already knew that when I told him that. But but yeah, we will link to all of those resources in our show notes and um, give you a tag too so people can follow you. And thanks again for this, Abby. This was a gift. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Mint Arrow Messages. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Mint Arrow. Subscribe to our Apple Podcasts and rate and review us if you like us. And to get show notes, go to mintarrow.com slash podcast. And you can even sign up to get show notes emailed right to your inbox. And we'll email you every time there's a new episode.